entertainer Q Grisby here. I am here on the Michael Finkley Show. Please tune in and watch on Roku TV and YouTube. Last year was a very, very, very dark time for me. It was a time where I discovered who I really was. Um, I was depressed. Never experienced that feeling in depth before. Now I can put a name to it. It was a time where God put a mirror to my face and exposed me of the things I said I was doing, but I never practiced in doing. It was just an eye-opening experience. And from since then, I am taking a um, very, very close look at myself each and every day to make sure that I never end up in that same space. But that's what life is all about. Life is about always examining yourself to make yourself better the next day than before. And in examining yourself, you find your true passion, your true strengths in life. I'm not sure where this show is going to take me in life. But I know right now that it's meant to be in my life. This is the season for The Michael Finkley Show. And it's been an incredible journey in finding who I am as an individual. Passion, purpose in life. We have the host of the It Factor podcast. We have Jeremy Robinson. And also we have Mr. Health and Fitness himself, 2021. One of the eight winners of that title. We have Sam Breedell with us today. They're going to share their stories and their experiences in their words. So don't you go away. Back in a moment. Next, we have Sam Breedell with us. Don't go away. Artists you need to look out for on the next Finkley. R&B artist and songwriter Monique Nicole is here. And gospel artist James E. Finley is with us. Next Finkley. Finkley Friday. School districts, organizations, nonprofits. Are you in search of a new promotional products company? Seeger's Promotional Products is a black-owned national company with over 780,000 products to choose from. Compared to other promotional products companies, they have the lowest prices in the industry. From pens, bags, shirts, they got you covered. They always remember that you are the customer and you come first. They always promise fast production and also fast delivery. With Seeger's Promotional Products Company, you truly have the best. Check out their website at SeegersPromotions.com and also on Facebook and LinkedIn. And tell them Finkley sent you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, my next guest, y'all, he is the man when it comes down to fitness. I tell you, he has been on the rise when it comes to it. He's going to tell a story in his own right. He's doing some incredible things. He is Sam Bridell. Sam, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, humbled to be here. Thank you for saying yes, sir. Uh, as I've been watching you, it all started with TikTok. 
with me <laughs> and following your journey and seeing where you are today. It's just amazing to see the progress that you made thus far within what you're trying to achieve. So let's get right into it. When it comes down to the platform of fitness, why this route? Why is this concept so important for you? Well, for me, um, you know, when a lot of people think about fitness, they just think about, you know, the people that they see that look great and, you know, anything that they wear or they think it just, you know, it's all about the gym. When it comes to fitness, fitness is a lifestyle thing, which is not just the physical. It's the mental portion as well, because a lot of people who love the gym will tell you that it helps them with their mental health, with, you know, relieving stress and things like that. And for me, it's been a big part of my life for the last 15 years. It all started with me joining the military. Uh, then I played semi-pro semi football overseas. And then I got into bodybuilding and powerlifting. And now it's one of those things that just keeps me going on a day-to-day. -day because when I get older, I want to be able to play with my grandkids and not be the, the grandfather that you know falls over and now he can't get up no more. I got you. All these perks and therein. And thank you so much for your service um, within the military. How has the military even escalated that passion that you have for fitness? Well, um, on my first deployment back in 2009, I had already been working out for a while. And uh, some of the other people that I know wanted to learn how to work mm -hmm. out. Yep. So there individuals in my office that I would take to the gym and just show them the ropes and to watch them evolve and just a little bit of knowledge that I had from experience was pretty amazing. Uh, so the military, obviously, we need to be fit to fight. So when we get called on by our country to go serve, we don't have to worry about certain things like we have to carry extra gear, extra weapons and things like that. And having a, a healthy lifestyle helps you deal with those hurdles and those problems a lot easier than most. I, I, I like that. I like that. So you're staying fit to not only for self reasons, but you're protecting us out there. When yes, we're sleeping at night. So we appreciate yes. you again. Thank you for your service. And how did, how in the world, as I begin to follow you on your social media platform and you begin to promote yourself with this competition, through Muscle and Fitness Magazine. How did you hear about this competition? So I actually was scrolling through Instagram and it was one of the many little ads that I saw pop up. And I was like, okay, cool, let me check it out. And then I saw that it was to support disabled veterans. My oldest sister, uh, who is a army vet, is a disabled veteran. Um, yeah, she did, uh, she did a tour in the army. I think she did uh, about six years. And she was injured while she was there, um, which forced her to leave. And she developed some disabilities after. And now she's kind of wheelchair bound. The doctors told us that she wouldn't walk again after her stroke, but she defied them. And, uh, you know, she started doing it, which I'm proud of her. But when I saw that the contest benefited them and everything that came from it was to build custom homes to support a particular veteran's needs, so they can live a normal life again. I was all I was all about it. Wow. And it showed in, in the process. How long did this competition last? So it started in June, if I, if I remember correctly, June, and it ran all the way until August 5th. So okay. we had a good time in there. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's a lot of time. <laughs> and to and the process to get people mm-hmm. to vote for you, and you know, you're campaigning yourself, you're marketing yourself. Was that an easy job for you? No, not at all. See, I'm not one of those people to brag and boast. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the things that I do, I do because I, I want to do it. Um, so I was sending out countless and countless and countless messages making so many videos to try to promote it between TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just, I even, um, the, the last few weeks of the competition even got these little QR codes made up to have people scan it so it'd be easier for them to get to it. And it was like right. my girl, the idea, and it, it worked because it got a lot more people to do it. And it was a lot easier than having to get their information or, hey, follow me on Instagram right there's the link there when they could scan it and go straight through. It was tough, but you know, nothing in life worth having is easy. So, and, and if I want to do something like this, I was going to have to put myself out there. And, um, I've never been one of those people who Mm -hmm. care too much what people think to an extent, you know what I mean? I want to represent myself well, but someone's always going to hate on what you're doing, no matter what. So you got, you got to do what you got to do. Right. Whether you do good or you do bad, they're still going to yep. talk, no matter That's what, it. no matter what. But with all that that work that you had behind your campaign and your marketing, it worked for you. What happened? What were the end results, sir? <laughs> all right. So the end result was I placed seventh in the country out of thousands of competitors. Thousands. So if you went to their website after the competition was over, they have um, the winner uh, who, who took the number one spot, which is Shay Taylor. And then you look down under it and there's all the mini photos of everybody. Was there, and you will keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I placed number seven. So what they didn't tell everybody at the beginning of the competition was mm-hmm. that the first place person wasn't the only one that got a prize. So the top eight people still got a half page spread in the magazine. So I will be published in Muscle and Fitness Magazine, September edition. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) See what hard work can do. Won't he do it? (laughs) He said he would. (laughs) He said he would. Yes, That's sir. amazing, sir. Congratulations. And now millions upon millions of people will get to see you in your own right. What yes. are you planning to do with all that newfound fame that you will obtain? So I've noticed like a lot, a lot of things have already started changing. Um, I want to say in just the last week on TikTok, I've grown probably 20 to 25,000 followers. Instagram, roughly about a thousand in the last week and a half or so. Um, yeah. And then I'm actually working on a few big things. Uh, one uh, with a, a huge gym chain that I'm going to become a virtual trainer for. And this was all through networking and talking to different people. And uh, it, it, there's a, a posted a few things about it on my Instagram and stuff this past weekend. But I got to meet uh, some very pivotal people in the fitness world right now that are setting me up to the point where I'll have my own app, my own programs and things oh like that and be gosh. 
around the world. And I, I just, I can't thank God enough for the amazing opportunities. And one thing my mother told me after the competition was over, because, um, you know, I, I did so much to try and get so many people to vote and so many people voted and donated on my behalf. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily that I felt defeated because I got seventh. You know what I mean? I just, I, I didn't know anything was going to come of it. But my mother, who was a very, very wise woman, she, she told me, she said, he bought you this far for a reason. And there is something about it. So keep your head high. And right after she told me that the next week to follow, just every this elevation, 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 and more and more and more blessings coming down. And I just, a man, I'm so blessed and, and so just elated at everything that has happened so far. Amazing. And I'm telling you, this is just the beginning for you, my friend. You haven't seen anything yet. So continue to be yourself because we need a Sam in the world today. <laughs> we do. We need That's you. Right in this world today. So thank you for being who you are. What would you tell individuals that are trying to achieve a dream and a goal as you have, right? What would you say to them about the concept of never giving up? So the, the one main thing, there's a, a, a two sayings that I go by. The word can't is not in your vocabulary because can't is a conscious action not to. When you tell yourself you can't do it, you've already lost that battle. You've already lost that battle. So don't say you can't do it. If if you're not there yet, say that you haven't reached that level or you haven't obtained that knowledge. But don't tell yourself you, you, you just can't do it. And then the other one is progress, not perfection. Nothing will ever be ever be perfect. Nothing. But the more you chip at it, it will get to where you are because some of the greatest statues and, and monuments in the world started off as a big block or a rock and they kept chipping at it till they made a masterpiece. You know what I mean? And for, for me is you don't give up because nothing in life is worth, nothing in life worth having is easy and it takes hard work and dedication and you can't look for the instant gratification. You have to look for the longevity and something that's going to stay with you. Something that's going to last. So that's the, the a big thing in the gym is people want to work out for a day or two and then they got that beach body. That, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You got to keep grinding, keep pushing. And the thing is, when you do that route, when you get there, that accomplishment is so much more heartfelt because you know you earned it. You know you earned it through and through. That is it. That is it. Wow. Yes, Those are some jewels right there. Y'all pay attention. Write them down, please. Coming <laughs> from my, my new best friend. Write them down. How can they follow you on social media? So on Instagram, you can follow me at Hulk underscore fit AZ 2021. That's Hulk underscore fit underscore AZ 2021. On TikTok, they can find me at King Sam. 0619. That's King Sam 0619. I love, you know, doing the funny videos, the motivational videos. I post a lot of content about my workouts to give people ideas because a lot of people are scared to go to the gym. They feel intimidated and things like that. 
don't worry about nobody else. Go do you. Do what you got to do for yourself, your family, and your livelihood. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Cannot say it better myself. Sam, thank you for being with us, telling us your amazing journey to be where you are today through your words and through your experiences. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And anytime you need somebody to talk to, brother, just hit my line. <laughs> there you go. A All friend right. indeed. Back in a moment. <laughs> Coming up, we have Jeremy Robinson with us. Don't go away. Back in a moment. Kenny Lewis, and guess what? I'm here with my boy Michael Finkley on Roku TV and YouTube. He'll always win. Why? She is a flexible and she is a multitasker. She is a wife a mom she is city councilwoman she yeah when i was growing up mom worked outside the house and so my dad was an entrepreneur i saw him leaving early in the morning or late at nights to go meet with clients and he was always one who told me you know if you show up on time you're late i just admire how she's able to not only juggle the demands of her jobs, but keep her family really first. The outstanding thing about the Isaac family is their noble contributions to improving the quality of life for our Colombians and people all over this state. Aye. Aye, Tamika Isaac. Do solemnly swear. Discharge the duties thereof, so help me God. So help me God. Congratulations and best I first ran because I saw a need, I saw a void that needed to be filled, a voice uh, that wasn't there. And over the last several years, I feel like I've been able to be that voice. So often as women in whatever spaces that we're in, um, we are often discounted because we're a mom or we're a wife or we have this career. And she's an everyday woman who shows women what excellence looks like. She has walked the walk of being a small business person, of being a parent, of sending her kids to school. Columbia is a great place, and we have done a lot in the last few years as far as law enforcement. But law enforcement can't do everything, nor should it do everything. We have to really expand upon the tools, technology, and community policing, investing in our communities uh, so that law enforcement is a partner with our communities. Being a Columbia native, I've seen the way this city has grown. It's grown to the point that sometimes not everybody's been a part of that growth. I want to make sure that communities, specifically communities of color, make sure that they are part of Columbia's present and its future. I want to have a climate plan for this city that not only helps us be sustainable, but also helps provide opportunities for folks in the workforce. There are so many opportunities to take advantage of technology, uh, green energy. I want to be that advocate for growing our city and being on the forefront, not just looking at what other cities are doing and following them, but being the leader. If you don't have the right leadership, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities. I think having a woman as mayor of the city of Columbia is long overdue. I'm 
Mika Isaac-Devine, and I'm running for mayor of the city of Columbia. Calling all TRIO, Gear Up, JAG, and other college readiness organizations. Hello everybody, it's Finkley with the Finkley Experience. I am here to offer you information about our College Readiness Cohort Series. This College Readiness Series includes college applications, SAT, ACT prep, scholarships, financial aid, the mental mind state, HBCU versus PWI versus technical colleges, and so much more. You know this is helpful because it's actually like making me change my college plan. Really? If interested, visit our website thefinkleyexperience.com or just email us at michael at thefinkleyexperience.com. We're looking forward to working with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, my next guest, I tell you, he is the IT guru himself. He is Jeremy Robinson. Jeremy, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here on this beautiful Sunday morning. Saturday <laughs> <Early> morning. <laughs> it was amazing to chat with you. I've been following you for a while, and, you know, I love the things that you're doing when it comes down to informing persons on the industry of IT and other issues that you bring to your platform. And so where did this love for IT come from? Was it always there growing up? So it's crazy, man. Um, like, uh, basically, as a kid, I was a kid that took my PS2 apart. And my mom looked at me and was like, well, I'm not buying you another one. I'm trying to put it back together and do different things like that. And uh, also, I collected cars growing up. So it's just a whole mind boggle to me that I work for, like, one of the number one car companies and manufacturers in the world. But uh, I would say just tech just clicked with me. And math and science just clicked too. Like I didn't like math enough to like science. I didn't like science enough to like math, but I could read and write like, and what got to me once I got to college is just spin off to the point of like, oh, I can do this, you know, so. I gotcha. And once you did get to college, you went to Clark Atlanta, right there in Georgia. Uh, how did your skills improve in this industry? So uh, a lot of trial and error. So like uh, needed to be with computer science. Uh, when I went into the class at first, that was my first time dealing with like coding and things of that nature, like upfront, like, oh, man, I got to read a book and learn how to do this and that. And I thought that like it was going to be an uh, easy process. But over time, I was like, this is hard. Like, I really thought that I can like, uh, like buffer through it, like in high school, like, oh, I can do this real quick. But once I started going to office hours and like being in that class, those classrooms, I love Clark Atlanta University and HBCUs for this, that you can walk in and be like, hey, look, uh, this is the issues I'm having and what can I do to get better at them? And I had my advisor to pull me to the side and say, you're a good student. I don't care if you did get a D. Like, this is what we're going to do to make sure by finals, you're passing this class. And that got me to be able to get in that love to study for it. And also, it helped set me up that summer to go get my first internship, which was at NASA, you know. So that was amazing uh, because once I had that experience and I have to bring it up, it opened my eyes up to school. Like, hey, let me use school as a tool so that I can go work for these companies and show them I had that black face in there, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's my thing, man. I'm so happy that it worked out that way. 
Wow. And let's talk more about this NASA experience. What was that like for you? And how long was it? What, what type of things and techniques and strategies did you learn from that experience? Yeah, so it was four months, uh, typical probably internship experience. Uh, it was a friend of a friend that went to CAU that went, that was my um, my cousin's friend that got me help me get a job. And once I get in there, I'm like, I'll probably like doing a normal, typical thing, like taking out printouts and like, oh, let me look at this and like the small stuff. I'm thinking I'm going to be getting people coffee, like, because that was what people told me before I went. And like, I laughed it off. But once I got there, the nitty gritty hit, like, hey, we really need you to apply what you're learning in school to this. And I had a mentor that pulled me to the side. I was like, yeah, I went to HBCU as well. I want you to actually learn something. So I actually was able to learn about uh, the timeline change process. And that was working with the astronauts that was out of space at the time. And I was helping him set up the schedules for their day-to-day uh, movements throughout the cabin and different things of that nature and what they were testing up there. And it opened my mind of like, wow, I'm really controlling somebody's day right now like, with technology, you know. And uh, also got to see like how, uh, how everything kind of like operate to a point of just an intern. But it like opened my eyes up to know like when I once I come back to school, I was still trying to like ask him for help. Like, hey, can you help me? I know I can't get the tools that you guys use it, but what can I use now to kind of write these programs different? So when I got back to school, it kind of got me a step ahead because I was kind of telling my friends like, man, I know how to create a website. Oh, I know how to do this. Oh, I also know how to add this. Oh, I know how to write in Python too. What? They like us because we was just learning Java. And I was all over the place, like, I know how to do these things and trying to, like, teach people, like, hey, I could teach you how to do this. So that was my main thing from learning from that. Get a great learning experience. Uh, I can tell. It has taught you so much. You graduated and now you're working for GM, General mm-hmm. Motors, as a software engineer. Please tell us about this. So, yeah, being a software engineer is it's fun. Um, I actually pivot into another role now, trying to be like more of an analyst, uh, trying to take a little bit of doing less tech to a point and also just documenting the work better for the company because that's the pro longevity of the company. But let me step back. So when I first started, I was doing automation engineering and I was setting up the new automated test to get certain things online for our websites. It's like when you order a car. Or like when you're trying to like say I got to pay my bill or something like that. I was in charge of something called like I would say pricing. And this is like the price in the car, how stuff comes out. And it kind of opened my mind of like, wait, I'm really controlling like how these sales going to go. Like, I don't know how to pivot off of this because I just came out of school and stuff like that. But I thankful for like mentors again, say, hey, man, it's a job. Like do the best that you can do. And uh, I have been advancing since then to work on so many different applications to the point of just solidifying myself and take enough to say, hey, I don't only want to learn this uh, from being a software engineer. I also want to see if I can go teach it. So now, of course, I'm in grad school at Strayer University and trying to get my master's, well, working to get my master's in, uh, in adult education so that I can go teach what I am learning at GM as well. Kind of get some young people prepare for what's next when you do come to corporate or you start your own. Exactly. And what an awesome professor you will be in the future. I I know that your students will learn something from the courses that you teach. 
And not only are you working in that avenue to be in the classroom, but you have a great platform that informs others of what's going on in the IT world, the IT Factor Podcast. Tell us more about this. How did this get started? So the If Factor Podcast started off of me, like being that student, uh, freshman year, like, hey, man, when I get done with school, what God has for me, I'm going to help somebody else. That's always been my thing with changing the narrative. So once I graduated and started working at GM, I was like, you know, working. We couple months went by. I was like, you know, I got enough money to start my own business, you know, and I wanted to see how that went. And uh, just the it factor is amazing due to pulling in people into tech, the business, all professions. And to the point now, it's like you, we were saying, man, like it's crazy to have people just call into you or email you. Hey, man, can I come to your show? I want to talk about this. I'm an attorney. Hey, I want to talk. And it's so many people that you meet that you get like a Rolodex, like back in the day, like, hey, these are people that I can call to help me and help students or help certain people in my corner to see how we can help them advance. And also, I just see it as outreach to show young people and all people that, hey, this is what the we, we Black people are doing, and then this is how you can do it. You know, and I feel like before that, I didn't have that. So I definitely wanted to create a platform that can show you, hey, this is the doctor and he looks like you, or she looks like you. Uh, this is an engineer and she or he looks like you. And this is how you can get in contact with them. I ain't never seen it at that type of rate. And uh, it's been doing good. And it's actually made me feel good about life, to be honest. It's, it's one of my hobbies. Amazing. Amazing. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan over here in South Carolina. And I know that a lot of people are taking advantage of watching and learning of what you do. Uh, with that as well. So in your opinion, when it comes to IT, with all that's going on in the world today, COVID, this new strain of COVID, and you know, all the other aspects are, that are happening, do you think that COVID will affect the IT world in any kind of way? Uh, I mean, it will affect it in a positive way of the advantages of what students have uh, to the point of, you know, we communicate, like we communicate via Zoom right now. Students and teachers can do that for the first time in a long time. Like, yes, you had your Skypes and different things like that. You had lag. But now it's like we're literally on Zoom having a conversation. You have your homework, you have research, have some of the best research that you can find online versus now you don't even have to open a book. It's all online. But another thing that's beautiful about technology is it's getting to the point to where you can watch certain videos and be more prepared than you can be in a classroom. You can go out and watch a video like, hey, let me see how I can edit this video. And a few days or weeks later, you know how to edit a video. So I think that's the positive side. The negative side to it is this the only negative side I see when it comes to children. Uh, the point of Google, Googling everything and trying to research everything. I feel like we got to get a gauge on letting them know, like, I still need you to learn and retain some of this information. Like You're not always going to be able to look at Google, anything like that. So I know with my fiance being a teacher, she definitely told me like, hey, a lot of kids kind of like got a little step behind a little bit. We got to catch them up because at home they was able to, you know, Google and look up stuff. But once they're back in the classroom, they're not able to do that. So that's one of the disadvantages I would say with technology. So we have to see how to engage that. But other than that, I don't see number good from technology. Uh, other than the artificial intelligence we're taking, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> that is not the whole that's another segment i need you all when we talk about that <laughs> definitely um so what's next for jeremy what is jeremy working on now 
So I'm just solidifying my my show, to be honest. Like, it is solidified. It's in season three now. I'm just trying to get everything out. Like, hey, let me get more stuff out to the people. And also just seeing, like, how many partnerships I can do now that schools are opening up so that I can go and speak in front of these students to let them know the it factor is what it is. We're changing the narrative, but it starts with you. What do we need to do so that I can get you on my show? What do you need me to do to pull up to your school to let you know, like, hey, you can do this too. I was in your same shoes like a couple years ago. Uh, that's what's next for me. And then another thing is I got some more merch rolling out. Some of my hoodies rolling out in the fall, so I'm ready to do that. You know, they're going to be limited edition. But on the, the up and up, with changing everything and with COVID ramping back up to a point, I just want to get to the point to let people know that it's okay. You know, you can watch the show. I'm still going to come to you. Even if we in mass, I still need people to know that these are things that we do need to do to change the narrative. And yes, you can watch the show, but if you need me or anything like that, I want to show myself and be out there more than I could have been last year. All right. You heard it here, everybody. How can they find you on social media and how can they watch your amazing podcast? So I will leave my social media handles with you, but this is at Rob Jeremy uh, on Instagram. And then also it's at the It Factor uh, podcast on Instagram as well. And um, uh, it's on all platforms on YouTube as well. Um, the It Factor podcast. So that's right. how you can find me. You heard it here, and all your all your information is in the description below as well. Jeremy, thank you so much for being with us and telling your story, your experiences, and your own words. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Remember like that. <laughs> It's the White Host Junior with Dan Chef Talentop, and you're watching the Michael Pinkley Show on Roku TV and YouTube, baby. Keeping your skin flawless and clean is important, and I have the products just for you. Welcome to Mimi's Natural Pantry, where she specializes in homemade handcrafts, including rye and goat milk soaps, body butters, and sugar scrubs. All items are handmade products. All items have simple ingredients and are vegan friendly. In a world where you can barely pronounce many of the ingredients in your everyday products, Mimi's Back to Nature offers an alternative choice for those who are ready to get back into nature. Ready to order? Visit their website at mimi'snaturalpantry.com. All orders over $50 have free shipping up to 25 pounds. I was at how do I take advantage and get all I want out of life? And I say, the moment when you take advantage of life, then you will get all that life has to offer. But as long as you don't take advantage of all that life has to offer, then you won't get anything out of it. You get out what you put in. So at that moment, I automatically thought to myself that if I want whatever life has to offer, if I want everything that is made for me, if I want everything that is out there, if I want all these dreams and I want all these accolades, if I want to accomplish all these major things, then I have to take advantage of everything and every opportunity that life brings to me in order to achieve all these things. The moment that you don't take uh, the chances, the moment that you don't take the opportunities, the moment that you don't take advantage of life, that's when you won't get the most out of life. That's when you will only get the bare minimum. And you only 
get what you uh, put in. If you put in the bare minimum, you would get the bare minimum. See, some of you want the most and you want all that life has to offer, but you only put in the bare minimum. You don't want to put in overtime. You don't want to put in extra work. You don't want to put in extra days. You don't want to put in extra hours. So therefore, you won't get the extras. Everybody want the extras. Everybody want what the big things is in life. Everybody want the the lot of money, the the cars, the the all this significant stuff that people want in life, and it may even motivate them. It may even say this is for me, and you just know that it's for you. But you don't get it and you don't achieve it. And you might say, man, I'm putting in this amount of time. But does that time requirement for what you want? If you want this big thing in life, you can't put in a little bit or a very small amount to achieve the big thing that you want in life. You have to achieve above and beyond. You have to put in above and beyond. Again, you get out what you put in. So always remember that when you wake up every day and you say, I want this out of life. I want this big house. I want this big car. I want to start this business. I want to have this amount of money. I want to have this family. I want to have this type of marriage. I want to have this type of health. Remember that you get out what you put in. So if you want that major stuff, make sure you put in enough and some extra so you that you can get the extra out of life. So life can give you all that it has so you can take advantage of it. Take advantage of what life giving you. Take advantage of, of what you here for on this earth. Take advantage and don't waste no days. Go get it. Hey, what's up? It's Presley Tennant from The Voice, and you're watching The Michael Finkley Show on Roku and YouTube. School districts, organizations, nonprofits, are you in search of a new promotional products company? Seeger's Promotional Products is a black-owned national company with over 780,000 products to choose from. Compared to other promotional products companies, they have the lowest prices in the industry. From pens, bags, shirts, they got you covered. They always remember that you are the customer and you come first. They always promise fast production and also fast delivery. With Seeger's Promotional Products Company, you truly have the best. Check out their website at SeegersPromotions.com and also on Facebook and LinkedIn. And tell them Finkley sent you. Artists you need to look out for on the next Finkley. R&B artist and songwriter Monique Nicole is here. And gospel artist James E. Finley is with us. Next Finkley. Finkley Friday. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. Now, I hope that you learned something from our guest today. Thank you so much, Jeremy, Sam, for speaking your words in your experiences. We really appreciate you in that endeavor, and we wish you all the best here at the Michael Finkley Show. On the next Michael Finkley, Friday's Finkley, y'all. Y'all know I love music, so you're going to see a lot of musical artists on my show because I love hearing their perspectives and their stories and how they got started in the industry. So we have artist James Finley with us and also artist Monique Nicole with us, so another show you don't want to miss. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Michael Finkley Show. Ring that bell for notification. We'll see you an email saying, "Hey, new content uploaded." Please listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for more information about what we do here on the show, visit our website at michaelfinkleyshow.com. Y'all, 
Roku TV. We can't miss it. Add the Greater Horse Network to your Roku TV and watch the Michael Finkler Show every Monday and Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or on demand. Thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you next time. Have a good one.